You're listening to That Real Girl Podcast. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode six today. We have a solo cast special with me. (laughs) And today is all about self-growth edition 101. Um, My kind of guide to dating yourself, my personal acne journey, and loving the skin that you're in. So, although there is going to be obviously a lot of topics within that real girl about self-growth, I present to you today some areas of my own personal experience that I think are essential to continuing becoming the best version of yourself, basically. Better yet, essential to embarking on this self-journey in life towards contentment and just absolute pure self-love as well. So I just want to get started by saying that it is October, a brand new month, and some things that are going on with us this month and to look forward to, so make sure you turn on those notifications, um, usually at the top right-hand corner of um, Instagram pages is where that's located, is we will be having two different exciting local giveaways this month as well as more of an international one too which is coffee on me that's because there are some viewers that obviously aren't located in canada as well as lots of exciting new guests throughout this month some very very amazing inspiring women and it is also breast cancer awareness month um this october so there will also be some little things focused around that as well just in light of that happening in October. So I want to start off with this thought. This month, I want you to allow yourself to just be. I want you to discover magic in everyday moments. And as we're transitioning seasons, I think it's really important to just find space to be. I want you to start one of those projects you've been putting off, meet up with loved ones this fall, and make sure to really fill up your cup and remind yourself that you are truly worthy of being here. I can't believe that September flew by, honestly. Then again, when does time not fly by? But I'll be honest, especially the past couple days before doing some recording with this episode by myself, I am not feeling it. And I don't mean the podcast is something that kind of always feels pretty therapeutic to me no matter what's going on in my life. But I just don't feel like myself. But I think that's okay. I just wanted to be straight up and say that's kind of where I'm at because I think that's the whole point of creating this community that doesn't really sugarcoat hard feelings or hard things and tries to normalize certain conversations. I don't know if anyone else out there is feeling that way, but if you are, guess what? You are not alone. (laughs) And maybe it's a bit of like the transition from the seasons and whatever it is, but sometimes just like just a bad day. 
I know that sometimes knowing you're not alone doesn't necessarily make all the overwhelming feelings go away, but if you're open to it, I know it can make the slightest difference. So moving on from that little piece of reality, I have some personal goals this October, and I would definitely love to hear everyone else's personal goals as well whether it's just for the fall or this new month of October as well. So check out Instagram to find somewhere to comment about that so we can share it. Um, But I'm just trying to be more open about when I am having a bad day, like I had just mentioned, and trying to accept help, especially from those around me that are trying to help me. Because it is always available, even if it's from a stranger on a community like this one. And right now, I'm currently working on, in my personal life, it's not so much as losing weight, but just becoming stronger and even more comfortable in my own skin. And some of that means, like, I'm going to the gym, trying new things in there, I'm intuitively eating, and most importantly, I'm just trying to love where I am with my body at this very moment. And I've made a couple posts about that in the past, just about loving your body in this moment. Even if you are trying to get better at something or change something, that's okay. But to just be aware and try to be kind to yourself where you're at right now, I think is super, super, super important. So I would love if you guys would join the conversation about any goals you have for yourself this October. I think it can be really helpful and fun to be able to stay connected in a positive way like that in between episodes. So again, you can just check out the Instagram for that. So let's get into it after I just covered some little ups and downs and positives of October and a little bit of a quote there at the beginning. I want to get into the first major topic of today that I'll be focusing on, which is skin and specifically acne. Yay! If this is not relatable to you, that's okay, but I honestly encourage you to listen because I think it could help you understand the struggle and seriousness of someone who does deal with acne hardships because a lot of people will never have dealt with something like this in their life and I think some people don't understand the profoundness of how serious sometimes it can be on a person's mental health as well. So we are time machine hopping all the way to basically my teenage years. Um, First and foremost, if I could talk to my teenage self, even just my 21-year-old self, I know I would tell her that it is literally just skin. It is so from the heart, far from the heart, and the grand scheme of life. And she probably wouldn't listen. (laughs) But my acne journey probably dates back to about 17 years old. I remember during my grade 12 grad... I was getting ready for photos, 
um, in my grad dress kind of thing. And I remember my mom having to put concealer cover up and whatnot, breakouts on my back and my neck and my chest. I had breakouts places I didn't even realize that you could be breaking out in. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what I thought it was at the time. Like, I... I'm not sure if I just thought, oh, like it's summertime and it's hot and that kind of thing. And fast forward quite a bit of time and, you know, through many different dermatologists and seeing gynecologists too, just for like hormonal concerns possibly, and even just family, family doctors and other physicians who really all claim that there was nothing hormonally wrong. And... Really, at the end of the day, after trying numerous different creams and oral medications um, in my like late teenage years and into my 20s, at the end of the day, mostly everyone's solution was that I had to be on Accutane. I'm not sure if anyone listening has ever tried Accutane. There's some more mild forms of it, and there is the intense, pure form of Accutane. It is not a walk in the park. And some people tolerate it really well, and some people it is honestly hell. Mainly because, one, it can actually affect your mental health, and two... It can be really, really hard on your kidneys and your liver. And three, it honestly can cause really, really bad joint pain. And I'm saying this as someone who's in their 20s feeling like they had joint pain, like they had arthritis in their end stage of life. (laughs) So I had tried Accutane. So, if you ever have had to experience that fun time, just as I had, I'm sorry. (laughs) But, I'm not sure after trying all that, and I felt like nothing ever got better, it wasn't until I almost let go of the fact of my acne trying to get better that it was like all of a sudden it disappeared I don't really totally have any idea why that had happened and I thought I was probably in the safe spot of being acne free And then I would say, long and behold, my acne probably took one of its worst comebacks for the past three years. And honestly, I'm so fine. I'm almost happy about it. Yesterday, um, on the Instagram page, I... And I have so, so, so many, and mostly... It's because of just trying to monitor the breakouts and, you know, show dermatologists years ago too. I was able to take some of those photos and just share them on the Instagram so you can see them. And it is my skin at its worst. I think there's one that's tossed in there that's maybe my skin in a 
on a moderately good day too. And, you know, five years ago, if you would have asked me to post photos like that for people to see, let alone leave the house with my skin looking like that, that was an absolute death sentence. And I think that, and man, that's on (laughs) self-growth. I am totally okay with what my skin looks like during breakouts. It doesn't mean that it's really too, too much easier nowadays, but I'm okay with it. Because it's my skin, and honestly, that's what real skin looks like sometimes. It's my skin when it's clear, and it's my skin when I have a one breakout or 15 small breakouts going on. And I want you to, to think, and I want to encourage you to share the photos of your skin with me this week on our page. Well, that means you send me a photo of it, or you are posting a photo of yourself with your bare skin. And you're going to take us in it. And you know that saying about loving someone at their worst or at their best? I think we need to do that for ourselves more. I think we should all be a lot more proud of loving ourselves at our worst times in our eyes. Just as we would for others that we love. So kind of getting into maybe just something and things that I feel like I've learned through all these years of dealing with severe cystic acne. And if anyone wants to know, my skin is in a lot better place more regularly nowadays, which is great. And I'll get into why I feel like that is the case too. So one thing I learned is through the ups and downs of breaking out, smaller, larger. It really is just all a cycle. It will turn around and you'll definitely have some periods of relief. Sometimes you just have to be patient with yourself, be patient with your skin, and say to heck with it. The less I care, the less attention I give to it, maybe it will get better. The other thing that I've learned for anyone who has never dealt with severe cystic acne, and this is an understatement, it is painful. We're not even talking mentally. It is seriously, physically painful. You feel as if any touching of your face, even putting on makeup, is so tough. And then next not forgetting to mention it is equally mentally painful as well. What people need to understand and realize is that you aren't alone. I can't even count on my fingers how many times acne made me cancel plans, not leave the house, lay in bed, so down about it, stop wearing makeup, 
because people will tell me it's from makeup. Question everything you're eating or not eating. Trying 10 million different products because someone said that it worked for them. Spent a lot of money on professional treatments that never worked. Tried prescription after prescription. All of that work because of acne. So those are some of the personal, I want to say, mistakes that I made. And sometimes you do have to try and try and keep trying things in life. But when I look back, I wish I would have taken in a little bit less of what everyone else was saying around me. And I don't even necessarily mean loved ones, just even just helpful strangers and whoever it might have been at the time. So, from all of that, if any of that felt relatable, or you know anyone who that would feel relatable to, and you're listening to this, I need to give you a reminder, a reset, or simply, hopefully, let you hear something here that is new to you. Number one. Start taking everything that everybody says to you with a grain of salt. If anyone doesn't know what that means, really younger people who are listening to this, it just means to take in what someone is saying, but don't take it in such a full, complete sense. Take it in, but think about how you're thinking first about it, what your gut and what your mind is thinking. Some professionals have tons of knowledge. I have met some very, very wonderful estheticians and dermatologists, but also pay attention to the people who simply don't realize that your skin is individually unique, just like the person that you are. It doesn't fit in a box of criteria. Take advice and listen, but think if it is right for you. Some businesses care. Some businesses honestly care about sales, and that comes to you buying extensive different products, you buying products that aren't right for you, and that is just the truth. Number two. And this is kind of where my skin has improved a lot over the past few years. Is to go back to the basics. Three, four years ago, I think about my skincare regimen. And it seemed like it was based on what everybody else was telling me I needed. Not to mention information overload from social media. I literally use three products nowadays, and I'm not even going to get into the specifics of what those three products are. If someone wants to chat with me about it, I definitely am open to, but I am not going to be on here recommending a skincare product to someone because, one, I'm not a professional in terms of skincare, and two, it's what works for me 
and it's not something that I would necessarily recommend for anybody. If you and your skincare routine has 15 products, I'm concerned for you. I will say that. And also, how do you have time for that? I think you're lying. But moral of the story is, if you are struggling with acne still and you are using, you know, 15 plus products, like some of those very cute but maybe unrealistic bedtime routines about skincare, I can guarantee you, you are overloading this beautiful face of yours with products and that is probably causing some reactions or sensitivities and something of a sort. So that's something to think about. Number three, I want you to embrace the skin that you're in. I, I would shout this, but I feel like that's like unreasonable for someone listening with AirPods in. But real skin has texture. You hear that? So thank you to Photoshop for making us think that every single human on this planet has skin that is completely smooth like butter. It ain't the case. Even skin that doesn't have acne has textures. It has divots. It has scars. It has dark spots, light spots. The list goes on. Of course, you can always work on slightly improving some of these things that I mentioned if it does bother you. But in the long run, recognize and normalize the fact that there is no perfection. You are going to have a lot more fun when you realize that you probably already have the perfect skin. When you normalize the fact that what is going on is how we're actually supposed to be. Number four, and this is my last reminder and hopefully mind reset for you in terms of skin. And this was, I feel like, a very personal one for me that I had to learn. You are so sexy with acne. You are not dirty. There is nothing to be embarrassed about. You were trying to get rid of it. You can wear all the makeup you want to wear on top of it, or you can not wear makeup at all. But anyone with acne or any kind of skin condition going on in their face is equally as beautiful as the next person with clearer skin or less texture on their skin. And that... And that's on skin. (laughs) So thanks for listening to that little segment about acne, and I hope that even if this isn't something you've personally gone through, that maybe it reminds you to love the skin that is bothering you on your legs or your arms, like our whole whole body of skin. I'm just talking a little bit in detail to a personal acne journey of mine, but it really applies to our whole bodies and self-love as well. So do you feel better about your skin after listening? 
or you think that maybe someone should listen to this, awesome. So you share it with them, okay? But moral of the story is, love your skin. It's the only skin you got. Love it at its worst, whatever that means to you, and love it at its best. Your skin does not define your beauty standards, and your skin needs to stop being the reason that you are missing out on amazing times in your life. Got it? (laughs) Okay, and we're going to move on to dating yourself 101, the relationship that you didn't know you were in. But I promise it ties in. I think it really does. And honestly, this topic, like, could probably make me jump out of my seat. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to teach you to date yourself or if I'm going to inspire you to date yourself, but I think this is the beginning of a conversation of many. So although this is completely unrelated to the specifics of a journey with acne, I think it ties in because what we are talking about here is self-love and learning to become even more comfortable with yourself than you already are. And that goes for any prior current hardship that you are going to. It's all a journey of self-growth and self-love. So if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or any kind of partner, that is super great and I'm really happy for you I have an amazing man myself but what is even more important than being happy in that relationship is being happy in the one that you have with yourself the other really can't succeed without it period and maybe you've heard that before maybe you never have I encourage you to listen on. (laughs) Although I've been in a relationship with myself, well, maybe I didn't recognize it when I was a child, but for over 25 years, I think I probably started actually dating myself when I was 19 years old. I remember because I moved to Alberta to go to university. And honestly, I was alone. I was capital A alone. I did not know one person when I moved there. But that was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Although I obviously met a lot of beautiful people in nursing school, I also took so much time to love myself when I could. And sometimes it wasn't always easy. It wasn't easy being alone it wasn't easy trying to love myself when I felt like of course there was people that I could you know go to especially on the phone but it wasn't the same and the situation and place wasn't the same but I would force myself to take myself out on coffee dates I would go hike trails on the weekends by myself I would make myself a nice dinner, even if I had no one like coming to have dinner with me or no roommate to come and have dinner with me. I would buy myself flowers sometimes. 
if I could afford it. I would have a movie night by myself, maybe have a glass of wine, I would make some cookies. And I think that is so special. I know a lot of people who don't understand nor couldn't imagine going out for dinner alone. You know, sitting at the bar alone, reading, having a drink, or taking yourself out for brunch. And that's okay. I know that maybe that's not for everyone, and I'm not here to judge. But I am here to push you a little bit. And I'm here to encourage you to do something that makes you super uncomfortable. We all get caught in a level of comfort in our lives at times. And guess what? Honestly, we stop growing. We might not self-recognize that or not. But the level of love and self-understanding that you could reach by stepping out into the world in this manner is life-changing. I want you to think of all the things or situations, maybe this has happened recently, that you could be a part of if you stop saying, well, I don't have someone to go with, to go to that concert with. Do it anyway. Go to the concert by yourself then. Go take a weekend trip by yourself. Have dinner at that new restaurant that you've been wanting to be trying with someone. And maybe you'll get to next time and be okay with it. Even if it is so uncomfortable, I beg you, please, please, please try it. I want to challenge you to keep going and trying this until it feels like it's something that you can't live without. That you can't live without going on dates by yourself and you don't have to start super big like going out for dinner by yourself some people will never do that in your life but I'm trying to get anyone listening to see how essential this is for being fully committed to growing within yourself mentally and as you continue to get older I challenge you to once a week or once every two weeks, if that works better for your schedule, to take yourself out on a date. And sometimes you can have that date at home, just like you would with a partner too. And I can guarantee you in three to five months from now, you will not recognize the person that you have become the strength, the self-assurance, confidence, and growth that will come from making the choice to do this for yourself is infinite. And I have some little suggestions of things that you can do alone. And some of them are free. (laughs) One, you could spend a day in nature by yourself, whether that means walking around maybe near where you live or driving somewhere to go walk around, take that in. You could go watch live music. 
three, you could watch the sunset by yourself in your vehicle, or you could walk to somewhere where it's good to watch. Number four, this is one that I want to do myself, so that's why I'm adding it to the list, is go to a pottery workshop. Hopefully I can make that happen this fall. Number five, go to a movie by yourself. Number six, have a solo picnic, even if that's just in your own backyard. Number seven, go to a comedy open mic. And if you live in Saskatoon, I think I saw that Drift Saskatoon has that going on. Number eight, go to a bookstore, browse around the bookstore, you can get yourself a new book maybe. Number nine, go for a long drive. Number ten, treat yourself to brunch at a cafe. Number eleven, go for a walk with coffee, listen to a podcast, maybe that real girl, (laughs) music. The list really goes on. So, although maybe... It wasn't a super long conversation about dating yourself. I thought it was at least important to bring up as a thought, a little seed to put in your head, or a reminder. If maybe it was something that you used to and you kind of lost your way about it. Or maybe if you're already doing it and you think this is so dumb and this is so uncomfortable and she is crazy, I want you to keep trying. So I leave you with this after our thoughts and reflections about loving the skin that you're in and starting to date yourself or continue to dating yourself as a reminder after listening to this listening to this today this is for anyone and anything anyone struggling with a new endeavor an acne hardship self-love challenges learning to be alone or someone struggling to find that extra push towards a goal that you have in mind everything that you want in life Everything is possible. But you have to leave behind the doubt and the fear of not being enough. You are strong. You are capable. And all that is left to do is to be open and allow yourself to welcome the unknown as a complete opportunity to grow. So let that sink in for a second. So thank you so much for tuning in to our solo cast self-growth edition 101 episode number six. There will be very many little self-growth segments from myself in the months to come. Again, I am so excited for all our guests upcoming in October and even the months of November as well. Excited for 
some little giveaways and if you saw on our Instagram we had posted about what's kind of going on in October for us and we are working on a really big project behind the scenes and all I'll say right now is it's called a vulnerability shoot so I am working with some local lovely lovely people and I can't wait to show and share more about what that shoot is going to be so I hope you have a wonderful start to your Monday, whether you kicked it off with this episode or you're listening midweek now, or maybe you're catching up from previous episodes. I hope you have a great day in whatever you become involved in or whatever you have to do. Just remember to be authentically you this week. Try your best to be kind to the skin that you're in. Seize the moment and fill your cup up first before helping others. Have a super awesome week. I'll see you next week.